Hey, it's Marley from the Energy Boutique with your energy forecast for Sunday, November 27th to Saturday, December 3rd. So last week, we moved out of Scorpio season, we jumped into Sagittarius season with the sun making that move from the darkness into the light. And of course, that took place on the 22nd. And of course, if you're into numerology, you would have thought that that was a pretty lucky day. We're going to talk about that here in just a second and why some of us aren't feeling the positive, optimistic, bright lights of Sag energy just yet. But we had this new moon in Sag and we had Jupiter who rules over Sagittarius season and the new moon in Sag take place just hours after the sun made its move into Sagittarius energy. Of course, we had that new moon. We had that Jupiter energy shift on the 23rd. And this again was the most positive, optimistic, confident, big picture, big idea, big dream energy that we have had in a very long time. Again, we're going to talk about why many of us didn't feel those good vibes here in just a second. So what do we got going on this week? Well, this week we wrap up the very last days of November, which means that we are moving out of a life lesson of nine or 11, depending on what calendar you're using. And we are moving into December, which of course is going to bring us a brand new life lesson. 10 of course, is going to be the old calendar, the traditional calendar. And 12 is going to be the modern day calendar. So we either get a one or a three lesson. And of course, we will dive more into what that means in December's energy forecast dropping here later next week. But basically, we are beginning something new. We are kind of standing on this brand new foundation. We are seeing the cornerstones actually stabilize and we're trying to decide where it is that we're going to go from here. And of course, moving into December is kind of an interesting energy. We're coming in hot with the Sag energy, but there is this urgency that we are feeling to kind of wrap things up, to jump into something new, to make up for lost time. And a lot of that is because we are headed to the solstice energy. Of course, we are in the last quarter of the astrological calendar. We may be in the last month of the, let's call it capitalistic modern day calendar, but astrologically speaking, we're moving into the last quarter. This is going to bring a totally different vibe to December. Um, and of course, we have all of these capitalistic holidays and all of these, you know, things being shoved down our throat, whether you subscribe to it or not, it's pretty hard to evade uh, the holiday season. And this week, we also are going to be having the first quarter moon again, since the new moon in Sag, where we've already completed the first phase, we reach this first quarter moon this time eight degrees in Pisces energy on the 30th, literally wrapping things up in the final hours of November before we shift into December. And of course, the first quarter moon is always a crisis point of action. This is where our decisions, our choices that we were contemplating well past this new moon in Sag, where we have to pull the trigger, where we have to align, where we have to take a step forward, where we're going to see things shift once again. And in Pisces energy, there's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of healing. There's a lot of closures, a lot of endings. That's what Pisces energy is. We move into that final 
energy of the zodiac wheel, where endings and beginnings are ruled over, where karma is ruled over, where our soul self, our intuition is ruled over, where hidden fears, passions, desires are ruled over, and they all come to the surface for acknowledgement so that we can do something with it. Again, very much an action point. So then we dive into December again, we're going to dive into the depths of what December is actually going to bring with the energy forecast dropping in a couple of days here. And what we can expect in these first days of December is Neptune going direct after five months of being retrograde. So of course, there will be an astral forecast where I dive into what Neptune going direct is all about. But this is not our first time, not our first rodeo. Neptune has been in Pisces for quite some time. It is in its place of power in its rulership here in Pisces energy. And when Neptune is retrograde, that's essentially when the universe kind of slaps those rose colored glasses off of our face where we can't run, where we can't hide, where we are definitely thrown into the depths of some very tough love spiritual lessons, which I think we can all agree many of us have had our taste and our fill of over these past five months. And so going direct means that we get to move forward, we get to bring our new soul selves out to play, we need to tap into new dreams, new ideas, new creativity, we are kind of mustering up a brand new confidence, a brand new trust, a brand new faith, if you will, in ourselves in the world around us in the versus greater grander plan and this is a time when we almost kind of put the rose colored glasses back on so that we can see our lives and the world around us from a better hue if you will because lord knows it can get ugly out there um, but we are definitely increasing our awareness increasing our enlightenment we are definitely stepping into a brand new level of knowledge of wisdom of like i said spiritual enlightenment we have more faith, we have more trust, we're tapping into uh, our higher selves, relying on our intuition. This is essentially when we are kind of experimenting with this new belief system of ours. Of course, once you go through the ringer and you learn some spiritual lessons, it changes the way that you look at yourself, the world around you, the people around you. And because we kind of hit rock bottom there for a bit, now it's time to start kind of focusing in on the silver linings. It is time to be inspired once again. And with that shift, we are definitely going to I'm going to say need a little bit of adjustment time. Keep in mind, we are very much in a accelerated manifestation state. We have been since coming out of eclipse season. Yes, the, the heaviness, the weight of eclipse season is lingering just a tad. We're going to cover that in just a second. But Neptune going direct and, of course, Jupiter having gone just direct in the later degrees of Pisces. You best believe that we are stepping on the gas and we are taking a direction and we're feeling a little bit more fulfilled in our soul selves in order to tackle this next chapter, this next lesson of our lives. And of course, we are just jumping in with both feet at this particular point in time. 
So with that being said, with that uh, energy kind of awaiting us to dive into, uh, before we jump into some of the ascension symptoms that we can expect this week, I just wanted to go ahead and thank you. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for liking. I want to thank you for subscribing, for commenting. I want to thank you for all the birthday love, all the birthday wishes. Thank you to those that showed up in the live chat to have a little bit of a birthday gathering, a birthday soiree if you will. It has been a very eventful week for me in my brand new solar year. And I definitely had a high point on my birthday, followed by pretty much three, four days of very, very low energy. That's kind of what you can expect when you have your solar return and your lunar return in the exact same day. And of course, the energy just triggering a lot of very pivotal points in my chart definitely brought on a level up light code activations. That's usually what we get when we receive those solar downloads from the sun on our birthday energies. And that's why it's so important to know what kind of year you're going into when those activation points are going to be triggered in your calendar. And again, all the reason of why I'm a true supporter of subscribing and booking your year ahead reading for your birthday. Uh, we spoke about it very briefly last week that I was going to work on um, kind of opening up a little bit more of my calendar for 2023. I'm working on that right now. If you're a Patreon member, you uh, likely seen that post where you're all getting first dibs on those first appointment calendar uh, situations. And of course, I will be sharing that calendar, that booking site with my energy guide subscribers. Of course, it's a free count on my website. If you haven't signed up for that, it's basically the energy dashboard that you need at any given time to see where we're at and what it is that we're going through. And then of course it will hit my newsletter and then go public on my website. So hopefully I'll be able to uh, keep up and to really just kind of expand um, what it is that I'm able to offer, the assistance that I'm able to provide. And of course, with that comes a lot of changes. I don't think I will be doing uh, a lot of what it is that I used to do each and every year. December used to always be a crazy, crazy month for me. Um, I usually lose my voice because I take way too much on trying to prepare everybody for the year ahead. I'm doing things differently this year, and I will definitely keep things, keep you all posted on the things that I will and will not be doing as I decide what and what not I will be doing. Uh, but I also have a pretty big move ahead of me here in December. And I just don't know that I'm going to be able to be superwoman and do everything that I normally do. So I want to thank you for your patience, for your understanding in advance. Um, and you're not going to be left out. I'm going to do the best that I can to provide everybody with a little bit of insight on the year that we are about to jump into. And of course, may I remind you, that even though 2023 is kind of the marker of a new year for this modern day capitalistic calendar, we very much are still in the old astrological calendar, again, entering into the last quarter. So it depends on which way you look at it and what kind of energy you want to align with. But again, 
there's a lot of different energies based off of what people focus on. And of course, what we focus on is our reality. And the majority of the population looks at the brand new year as a brand new clean slate, which I would like to think that it is as well, except for the fact that astrologically speaking, it is not. We are kind of moving into the last and final chapter, if you will, of this astrological calendar. And of course, we begin our astrological new year with Aries season. And it's quite a few months away before that actually happens. So one other thing that I wanted to just throw out there is I wanted to thank you all for your beautiful messages and well wishes for Thanksgiving, although I am Canadian. So Thanksgiving for me was back in October, and I actually don't even celebrate Thanksgiving Canadian or uh, American. But nonetheless, I do appreciate the love. I actually don't believe in the holiday. I think it's a murderous uh, holiday that nobody should be celebrating, but I guess when you put the history aside and you dive into what Thanksgiving should be, which is the attitude of gratitude and giving thanks for all that you have. I don't know why we need one specific day in order to do that. That's something that we should be doing each and every day. The vibration, the frequency of love and gratitude is something that we need to focus on, embody and integrate every single day of our lives. But I do get it. It is, you know, a condition that we are raised under in order to you know, celebrate certain days that are basically just energy harvesting days anyways. And um, I feel, you know, I feel a little bit strange when people uh, send me, you know, well wishes and happy Thanksgiving, not not even the fact that it's on the American holiday, and I'm Canadian. um, But mostly because I don't think people really understand the holidays that they are celebrating and what that actually means. And I find it very weird because I just want to keep things light and fluffy and and thank you for, you know, for thinking of me and for sending the love and the gratitude and and all that my way. And but the other part of me is just like wanting to, you know, ask people why they feel the need to celebrate such a murderous bloodshed day in history. So I don't know. I don't know how y'all feel about that. It's just uh, something that I do not subscribe to. But nonetheless, I just wanted to thank those of you that did reach out that sent uh, beautiful messages of thanks um, my way and the having the attitude of gratitude that y'all had. But I would encourage you to not have your calendar tell you to do that on a specific day and just learn to integrate that into your every day. The other thing I wanted to talk about is I had some messages this week about why I did not mention anything on the 22nd about it being a magical day in the cosmos. Well, if you've been with me for any amount of time, you would know how I feel about this new age spiritual community making something out of nothing. Anytime that there's a date that have repeating numbers, suddenly it's a magical portal manifesting day. Anytime that there is, you know, any kind of foo-foo event, suddenly the new age and spiritual community just light it up like a Christmas tree. And I don't really subscribe to that. Okay, so, you know, yeah, okay, November 22nd of 2022. Yep, there's a lot of twos there. Yep, there's an 11 in there too. Well, that's based off of the new calendar. Um, As we've been discovering, November is actually the number nine. And nine is about endings and completion. 
And if you want to look at all those twos, well, uh, uh, it's about, you know, it equals to eight. So it's an ending and a transformation. And, you know, people just get caught up on these magical days and you'll read some of these, you know, quote unquote influencers out there in the community that, you know, suddenly we're aligned with a star system and the magic of numerology and focus on the manifesting and oh my goodness, just blah, I don't subscribe. And so, you know, as nice as it may be to see repeating numbers, it doesn't automatically open up a magical window for manifesting. Now, again, you'll hear me rant about this quite often. What you believe in is what is true to you. That is your reality. If you absolutely 100% think that every single time you see a repeating number sequence, that that opens up some kind of, you know, portal in the sky for you to be able to request new things to manifest in your life, then by all means, align with that portal, pour every ounce of focus and attention into that because your focus and attention is the magic. That is what makes anything real. You do not have to have a day with repeating numbers on an old, you know, deceiving calendar uh, to tell you that if you pour your attention and focus into something that you can bring it to life, you can do that any time of day, any day of the week, it is all up to the power, the focus of your mind and your attentions. And you do not need a calendar to tell you when to do that. Again, I'm big on ripping a hole between these calendars because man, oh man, have we been lied to? Have we been deceived? And again, when you take a look at the, the, the modern day calendar that most of us subscribe to, most of the holidays are built around energy harvesting days. And it's not as nice as you think it is. And it's not as powerful as you think it is. And you're absolutely being deceived and your life force energy is being sucked out of you on those particular days. And that's why I say you should abandon the calendar altogether and make your own practice. Your spiritual practice is your own. It's a solo journey. And like I said, you could decide that next Thursday is the day that you are going to deem the most powerful day in your life. And you can spend that whole day doing routines and practices and, and rituals that are going to help you align and manifest with what it is that you're trying to usher into your world. And guess what? You would be right in saying that that is the most powerful day in your calendar because you deemed it so so please just kind of, you know, work on breaking the conditioning that we were all raised under and just understand that time is a man-made construct. Even more than that, our modern day calendar has been manipulated so freaking badly that the days of the week and the seasons in the calendar and the holidays and all this kind of stuff are made up fluff. But again, I do not deter you if you're a, you know, somebody that looks forward to Thanksgiving and looks forward to Christmas and looks forward to all of these different holidays that the calendar tells you to celebrate on a certain day and time, then by all means, pour all the way in that I'm not trying to take away from that. I just want you to be open and aware and bring a little bit of knowledge and wisdom to the fact that you are, again, being semi misled, and that any day that you deem to be important to you is a magical day. 
So that is why I do not give too much time, energy, and a focus to days like November 22nd. It was just another day. Now, when we talk about that, it was a pretty magical day, seeing as we moved into Sag season. Uh, I think we were all waiting to close the door on Scorpio season. Many of us, of course, didn't feel that positive energy, that jolt like we were hoping for. Why is that? Well, because the moon was still in Scorpio. And we just had a hard time shedding that last layer of skin, that last element of our shadow self. We had a hard time closing the door on the pain and the trauma, on the, you know, developmental aches and pains of going through our, our deep and dark transformation that, of course, Scorpio season triggered. And then just as the moon moved out of Scorpio and moved into Sag, of course, that's when we had our new moon in Sag at one degree. And Jupiter, like I mentioned, the ruler of that new moon in Sag and of Sag season just went direct at the final degrees in Pisces energy. And Pisces energy is all about endings, all about beginnings. It's where we bring things full circle. It's where it is that we have to heal on a soul level, where it is that we have to face our hidden realm in order to bring it into enlightenment and to awareness in order for us to begin again. And that's why many of us didn't feel the positive vibes, didn't feel that fire energy. And if you have reached out to me, even in the last 24 hours to say, how come I don't feel a certain way? Or how come I still feel like I'm in the depths of desperation and depression? Well, because we're not fully in a very good, I'm going to say elemental and planetary aspect in order for us to shed that last part. We have to understand that we're in a series of different layers, different cycles. Like I had mentioned, we're just entering into the last quarter. And the last quarter of any game is when we're exhausted. When there is, uh, you know, the, the last quarter numbers on the board, we're looking at the score, we're trying to see what it is that we have to do to dig deep and really kind of push ourselves for the finish line. And it's an interesting overlay, because of course, you know, we have Neptune, in uh, an odor planet, we have Jupiter in odor planet, in Pisces energy, the ending energy of the zodiac. So, you know, to yeah, the, the vibes are higher, I would say even if you find yourself in a heavy weighted situation in your life where you're not feeling uh, the vibe so happy and so light, you can at least agree that it isn't as deep and dark and like suffocating as it was in Scorpio season. I think a lot of people have, um, I guess, a assumption that you know, it's like clockwork. And the minute that the clock hits 12, suddenly, you know, the universe snaps their fingers and, and we shift. And for the most part, there is a shift. But depending on the work that you've done, a lot of people just sitting around not doing any work. And when I say work, I mean, physical body work in order to get your body happy and healthy. I mean, emotional work, doing, you know, um, the deep dive in the shadow realm, doing the mental work in order to build up your mental dexterity, the power of your attention and focus. And of course, the soul work that is done in tying the mind, the body, the soul all together. And people will say, well, I don't know what you mean by doing the work. Okay, well, then you have a lot to learn, right? 
there is a whole body system jump over to my patreon we're talking about energy medicine we're talking about the meridians in the body we're talking about where it is that you feel the physical discomfort in your body when certain light codes and influx of energy comes in and and what that means what energy center is affected how you can dive into those energy centers how you can remove the blockages like it, it isn't just sitting back and saying, oh, I listened to the energy forecast and there should be a shift at 12 o'clock. And then, you know, 1201 hits and you're still sitting there going, huh, nothing happened. Don't feel any different. And you have failed to move your body. You failed to do, you know, frequency healing. You didn't cleanse your space. You didn't do any EFT tapping. You didn't change your diet. You didn't do the journaling. You didn't do the moon guide. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what people expect. You got to do the work. And I had a comment. I don't think it was this past week. It might have been a couple of weeks ago asking me if I had done the work. Um, yeah. Yes, I have. I'm, I'm in this like 15 years now, been doing the work. I don't know how more transparent I can be about my life, but the last thing that you will find me to do is to sit up on a high horse and preach and say a bunch of crap that I haven't done myself. I speak the words that I speak from experience. I know that you are capable of greatness, of healing yourself. I know that you are capable of great things because I myself have done just that. I have healed myself. I have been constantly wading through the darkness, dealing with the shadow self. It's not something that ever ends. It's not something that you're just like, oh, oh, okay. So I received my certificate or diploma from the universe because I fulfilled and completed my shadow work course. It's not how it works. You will deal with the shadow element for as long as you are alive and have an ego. That is the part and parcel of being human. You will always have a new level of pushing your body to brand new points of healing. Healing is not a linear type of adventure. It's a spiral. And just when you think you've healed something and reached a new level of awareness and enlightenment, you're going to get those same spiritual lessons coming back packaged up in a different way in order to see if you actually learn something. And this will continue until you die. Okay, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you're here to learn. You're here in this school this earth school, this is the only place that we can come to actually experience the emotions that we have and actually experience the polarization, the duality of what this realm has to offer. Death is when this ego realm, this avatar that you've created in order to move through this physical earth school comes to an end, right? This is merely a video simulation. There is a whole brand new life for you to live once you return home to source. This is not who it is that you are. You are here to constantly push the boundaries of your soul's evolvement. So yes, I have done the work. And yes, I continue to do the work. And yes, I will continue to nag and to push for you to do the work because that is what we are here for. You cannot just sit around not doing anything to help yourself, not pushing any of those boundaries in order for you to be better and to reach your fullest potential and expect great change in your life. You have to do the work. So, you know, we're moving into a time where, again, we're in an accelerated manifestation state. What does that mean? It means that we have the 
the universe putting their finger on the fast forward button. We were stalled out. We were not in control in eclipse season. Yes, there is some lingering residual effects from eclipse season. Like I had mentioned, it takes six months, takes six months for the full effect of whatever needed to be triggered and activated under that eclipse energy to be sorted out and brought to a sense of completion. But we're in the driver's seat now. We're in control. We did not have control over what happened to us. We did not have control over some of the circumstances, the tough love spiritual life lessons that were thrown at us. We did not have control over that. But we do have control over what we're going to make out of them. We are in control of how it is that we are going to clean up that mess, what it is that we are going to make in spite of them, what it is that we are going to do to make the good out of the bad. That's what we're in control of. And right now, we just had that new moon in Sagittarius energy. This is basically a brand new clean slate, a fresh foundation, a brand new beginning for us to start a brand new two year cycle to work with. And we're moving very, very fast, mind you, towards the solstice energy that takes place on the 21st of December when we usher in Capricorn season. The solstice energy is a pivotal point in the astrological calendar. It is again when we move into the last quarter of this astrological calendar. Capricorn energy, yes, it's low and slow. Yes, it's a little bit negative, Nancy, but it is the manifester of the zodiac. It's ruled over by Saturn, karma himself. Why do you think that Santa Claus, or Satan Claus, if you will, is in Capricorn season? Because Saturn rules over Capricorn season. Again, if you think Christmas is the day that baby Jesus was born, I'm sorry, but you've been deceived. It's another energy harvesting holiday. There's a lot to it. And of course, Saturn is the element, the planet that has made the constructs of the matrix of this 3D earth plane, where time, space, karma is concerned. And there is a beautiful, perfectly good explanation on why the traditional capitalist calendar has Christmas marked on the day in which it is. And maybe we'll have to dive into that. Maybe I'll have to do a, a little bit of a, its own episode if I can manage to get the time, the space and my thoughts together to really peel back the layers on what Christmas is all about. Anyways, what I'm saying to you is, is that yes, we've been given a brand new spark, a brand new, I'm going to say green light, go ahead to initiate a brand new chapter, but there are some residual lingering hanging around effects of the energy that we're trying to get rid of trying to cleanse. To be perfectly honest, Jupiter, who is about growth and expansion, blessings and abundance and beliefs, when he moves back into Aries energy the day before the winter solstice, so December 20th, that is going to be a huge shift for us. But we also have to consider the fact that it's a redo. It's taking us back to April and May of this year when Jupiter first landed into Aries and we tried to get things off the ground. We tried to jump into a new system, a new chapter, a new reality. But of course, we had a little bit more spiritual lessons to absorb, to integrate, to really grasp. That's why we've been going through what we've been going through for the past six months. 
So, you know, in the greater, grander things, we can look at the small cycles that we're in, which is, you know, the zodiac season. And then we can look at, you know, the, the I'm going to say the quarter of the calendar. And then we can look at the astrology calendar cycle that we're in. And then we can look at the planetary cycles that we're in. And then we can look at the decade that we're in. And then we can look at basically, you know, it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The decade, the century, the whole freaking, you know, the whole system that we live in is broken down into patterns and into cycles. And understanding the cycle that we're currently in on a micro and a macro scale is a huge, huge indicator on why some of us still feel very, very heavy, very weighted. And again, I, I'm not trying to accuse everybody of just sitting around not doing the work, but most of the people who are complaining about, you know, not feeling good and not seeing the change and whatever has done nothing in their lives to create a new reality for themselves. So, you know, this, like I said, this whole spiritual new age community has been tainted in a lot of ways. And then, you know, people who have been conditioned with this love and light and you just have to focus on manifesting and you can snap your fingers and heal your body without doing anything. They come over to my channel and then they get a good dose of truth and a bitch slap of reality. And then suddenly I'm, I'm too harsh and I'm too direct and I'm this and I'm that. And you know what? You can call me whatever you want to call me, but I, I, I know what's up. And those of you that are on the same page as me and we're cut from the same cloth and you resonate with my messages, you know what's up too, because you're doing the work, because you wouldn't continue to listen to me kind of nag on you to do the work if you weren't willing to do the work to create a better system and reality in your life. So let's take a moment to celebrate every single one of us that are deep in the trenches here doing the work, okay? Because it ain't easy, it ain't fun, but we're here, we're doing it. We have a lot to celebrate, a lot to really congratulate ourselves on. And you know what? We're just gonna keep on trucking. So that's why you may still be sad. That's why you may still be struggling. And again, like I mentioned last week, a lot of this comes down to your individual birth chart. That's why it's important to know what season, what cycle you're in, what, you know, natal placements are being activated due to the current transits going through the cosmos. Each and every single one of us have a very unique energetic signature that we're brought into this world in order to hold, to vibrate at. And we have an energetic signature that we are looking to evolve into. That would be our soul's highest potential. And a lot of the times when people aren't feeling the vibes that I'm, you know, put note on the daily vibes or the energy forecast or the astral forecast, whatever the case may be, it's because they have very significant markers in their chart that are triggering certain cycles and life events in their lives that are preventing them from truly aligning with the collective's energies. That's nobody's fault. They're not missing out on anything. They're going through their own unique journey. But having that understanding of what's going on in your chart is absolutely pivotal, absolutely essential. Again, why I push for everyone to invest the money in themselves to get a year ahead reading. It maps out the highs and the lows and everything in between of the year that you're about to have, your life path, the challenges, the obstacles, the rewards, the blessings. It's all there. And why people don't feel the need to absorb as much information and knowledge as humanly possible in order to stay ahead of the game, I will never understand. 
I'm an information and data junkie. I want to know all that there is to know. I want to be prepared. I want to understand if I'm about to go into the dark trenches in order to fight a war. I want to know who my enemy is. I want to know who my teammates are. I want to know the order in which we need to go in there. I need to strategize. I need a game plan. That's what makes me feel safe and secure about the spiritual journey that I'm currently walking is that I do the work to be as informed as possible. And you have that ability too. But again, it comes down to investing time and energy and sometimes money into yourself. So the ascension symptoms for this week, a lot of it is still kind of wrapped up with the endings slash beginnings. Because again, we just came out of Scorpio energy. We're just moving into Sag season. We had our new moon and Jupiter happen pretty much at the same time. It essentially was trying to burn away and burn through the cords of, you know, our attachments of the past, especially through the death, rebirth and renewal stage that Scorpio put us all through. Um, There is a lot going on. There's a tug of war. There's a high and low. You know, we talked in the the Sag Astro forecast how, yes, Scorpio season was about extremes. Sag energy is also about extremes, but trying to kind of align with the brighter side of life and pluck out the silver linings where that Scorpio energy was kind of putting the extremes on the depths of our thoughts and emotions in the shadow realm. We go from the darkness to the light from Scorpio to Sag energy. And many of us right now wondering why the light isn't as bright as some people tend to describe their light as. And again, may I remind you that comparing is never a good thing. And we're all on our own individual journeys. The collective energies affect us all very differently. And again, knowing yourself, knowing your chart is a huge indicator on understanding why you might not be vibing as high as someone else. When we talk about the extremes that come with Sag energy, we talked about how you can be on freaking cloud nine and then all of a sudden jump right off the edge and find yourself splatting back down on the ground. You can feel over elated, overexcited, and then you can feel overwhelmed and overly depressed. This is a rapid rapid energy. It's a fire energy, fire energy. Think of all the different forms of fire energy, right? You can have a nice little flame on a candle. You can see it flicker. You can see it jump around. Then you can watch it grow and maybe it melts the whole candle and maybe it catches the container on fire. And then maybe it catches the table that it's sitting on on fire. And then maybe it catches everything in the environment in the house around it on fire. And then maybe the house burns to the ground and then maybe the forest burns to the ground. This is the problem with fire energy. If the, if it's not controlled, if it's not paid attention to, if it's not constantly being fueled with a good energy, it can go from a very innocent, beautiful, ambient candle flame to a whole freaking forest meltdown. And again, yes, very intense, very extreme. Fire is life force energy. It brings new excitement, new inspiration, new passions, new desires to the realm of who it is that we are. It brings a new soul spark back to our lives. But it also has the tendency, if shit gets out of control, to just burn the whole place down. And we're going to experience everything in between. And this is about energy management and cultivating your inner flame. 
So with that comes a lot of intense thoughts, intense feelings. Now, Sag energy has a big idea. We can thank Jupiter for the big thoughts and the big feelings. He likes to turn the volume up and magnify whatever it is that we're thinking and feeling. And, you know, the positive qualities of both Jupiter and Sag is that there's a new sense of faith. There's a new sense of renewal. You know, there's big dreams. There's uh, big ideas, broader horizons than we ever thought that we'd be able to be in a position to even see. For the most part, we like to keep the vibes high, the positive mind frame, the confidence up, the optimism up. It's all good. It's all gravy. But that doesn't mean that we can't just like flip tables. That doesn't mean that we can't just freak out. That doesn't mean that we are enabled to not experience the shadow realm. The shadow realm of Sag energy is very unfocused, being scatterbrained, uh, not focusing the energy correctly, therefore being restless, um, therefore having anxiety, having rage fits. It's a fire energy, right? Rage and tantrums come very easily and then we're happy-go-lucky again. That's just the nature of the beast. And, you know, there are some big thoughts. There are some big ideas. There are some big dreams. There's some big feelings that accompany all that. But none of that is going to come true if we do not do what we have to do to focus in on one thing at a time, break it down into small manageable pieces, do our best to focus on the details, even though we have no want, need or desire to focus on the details in Sag energy because we're only focused on the greater, grander picture here. That is how we add structure. Structure comes with Capricorn season. We have discipline in Capricorn season. We refine those dreams, those ideas, those emotions in Capricorn season. We get grounded out in Capricorn season. That's why we're able to manifest and actually bring things to life because we're realistic in what it is that we are focusing our time, our energy, our attention on. Sag energy gives us the spark, gives us the dream, gives us the thought, gives us the feel, gives us the big picture. And then we have to do the work to manage that correctly. And it's all very overwhelming. And this is where we get this sense of urgency. It almost feels like you're about to have a heart attack. Your heart is racing so much. It feels like you're running out of time. It feels like you're trying to make up for lost time. It feels like you have to do everything yesterday. There's a nervousness. There's this anxiety. There's this excitement and anticipation all rolled up in one. And we don't give it enough time to sit and really clearly identify the F is going on inside of us. You know, many of you may know, as I announced last week, that I'm preparing to do a pretty big move in my life. And as exciting as this should be, I am be really being tested with my energy management. Why? Because it is stressful as F. I feel like there's a million things to do. I feel like I'm, you know, running out of time and doing them. I don't know how I'm going to manage everything. I feel like I've taken too much on, which are all very much, you know, Sag vibes. And yet at the same time, I'm pretty excited. I know everything's going to be okay. I have the trust in the universe in myself. I have the faith to know that everything always works out, that it'll always come together. And I'm really having to keep myself in check with the energy that I'm pouring into each and every single moment. 
why am I willing to ruin what should be a very exciting, adventurous time in my life with the stress, with the nervousness, with the anxiety of situations that I know will never turn out the way that my egoic mind wants me to focus on in order to keep me in a state of paralysis so that I don't make the change, that I don't boss up, that I don't move on in life, right? Again, this is an example of shadow work. This is shadow work in real time, right? We have, we have this negative narrative that always wants to ruin a good thing. We have these overwhelming, not so nice emotions that we tend to focus more on instead of the good ones, the higher frequency ones. And it is a testament to the work that we've done within ourselves on what energy we allow to take over this experience. And I, for one, it's a constant struggle of trying to keep on the positive side because that egoic mental narrative kicks in and just overwhelms us to a point where we just want to curl up in a ball, where we just want to cancel our plans, where we're just like, you know what? No, I don't think I'm going to go through with this whole level up. I think I'm fine to live in a state of comfort and not grow outside of myself. I think I'm okay to settle for the experiences that I've had and that I'm currently having. I don't want more. I don't want better. I don't want to change, right? That's what our ego wants to convince us of. But our higher self, our heart space knows different. We've outgrown where we're at. We've learned the lessons. There's no growth in our comfort zone. We cannot level up in the same environment that just created, I'm going to say the tests in order to see if we're ready to move on. And so like, I'm not saying that you need to decide to move, you know, to to jump provinces or states like I'm doing in order to have these same life lessons. We all have this particular life lesson coming at us. It's just in a different package for you in your own life. So, you know, the urgency of, of like we have to make up for lost time or we have to do everything yesterday or oh my goodness my head is spinning I can't focus my heart's going to explode is this stress is this nervousness is this anxiety is this excitement is this anticipation like take the time to do your breath work to slow the breath down to get control of your inner realm of your thoughts of your heart space of the heart beating of your breath work of your bodily systems and really focus on what the primary energy is and whether you like it or not, whether it is the best energy for you to choose for yourself and make the adjustments. So, you know, we, we are kind of flying high. That's what Sag season is all about. And, you know, there is a certain energy of being in an accelerated manifesting state that, you know, we can't avoid. We know that we are on the precipice, the cusp of some major endings and some major beginnings. We were highlighted to that through eclipse season. We were highlighted to that through Scorpio season. So this shouldn't be a surprise. Jupiter, again, just went direct in Pisces energy. This is a flashback. This is a redo from like March and April of this year when Jupiter was in the same type of position at these same degrees of Pisces energy before shifting into Aries energy that we again will do a redo on December 20th. 
And again, I'll dive more into what it is that we can expect for December's energy, uh, you know, in the days to come when we are wrapping up November and jumping into December. I want to talk about the fact that, you know, we've been talking about it, but I think people don't really understand or either have a different uh, assumption on what it is that we talk about when I talk about uh, psychic gifts, abilities, or sensory upgrades. So I want to talk about it again. Now, many of us have had situations where we become a little bit more sensitive, sensitive to the energy, sensitive to the cosmos, sensitive to being around other people's energy, picking up on memory flashes, having very intense dreams, um, being able to hear electricity or different vibrations and frequencies that we weren't able to pick up on previously. Many of us are having changes in our sight, in our vision, seeing sparkles, seeing, I'm going to say fairy dust, seeing orbs, seeing rainbows, seeing different frequencies on the light spectrum. Now, let me just, I feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm constantly repeating myself. So I do apologize for those of you that are like, oh my goodness, going on about this again. But we are electrical beings. Okay. We are electrical beings. If your heart did not have an electrical charge, you would not be alive right now. It all starts with a spark, the spark of conception, the spark in our heart space. If that spark goes, we are dead. Okay. When we have a huge influx of energy coming in from our sun, our sun is our electrical source. Let's let's clearly define that. When we have solar flares, that is a huge amount of electromagnetic frequency coming in from the sun. We are electrical beings. It zaps our system. This is what gives us ascension symptoms because we are physical meat suits. We have meridian and energy channels within us that get clogged up with the gunk of the cellular memories that we hold in our bodies because we have not intellectually, mentally, emotionally, spiritually processed some of the experiences that we've accumulated here in our lifetimes. Because we just went through an upgrade, because the sun had reached a brand new peak of the electromagnetic frequencies, the solar flares, the CMEs that have been popping off the sun, because Gaia, Mother Earth herself, has reached a brand new frequency and vibration that she locked in in her own ascension process, we are feeling the effects of that. How do we feel the effects of that? Our electrical system got an upgrade. What does that mean? Our central nervous system is the, uh, the regulator of the electricity coming in from the cosmos. Where do we receive that electricity? Through our crown. That's why many people have headaches. That's why many people have like ear ringings. That's why people have migraines because of the influx of energy coming in from the cosmos. If you have done the work in your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual body, the energy will flow through your body, through the information highway of your body very easily with a lot of grace, with no blockages, which means lesser ascension symptoms. When you have a blockage, you will feel that in your physical meat suit as pain and discomfort. Again, why understanding energy medicine, energy centers are so important. If you're interested, please jump over to Patreon 
We will go through this together. The reason why I'm talking about this is because the new sensory issues that many of us are having, the new psychic abilities that many people are experiencing are due to the upgrade to our central nervous systems. Our eyes only see a fraction of the light spectrum that's available to us here on earth. That's why cats can see things that we can't see. That's why dogs, animals, birds can see things that we do not see. They have adapted. They are able to see a different part of the light spectrum that our physical eyeballs are able to see. There are things, frequencies, vibrations that animals are able to hear that our ears are not able to hear because we only are able to access a very small fraction of the hearing spectrum, the sound spectrum. This whole world was created out of vibration and sound and frequency. I don't care what you believe in, whether it's the Bible or something else, you can go back and the original words on how this earth was created was through speech and sound. What was put into words is what was brought to life. That's why vibration and frequency are something that we're constantly talking about because this is the essence of who it is that we are. It's how all things are brought into creation. And we just reached a brand new level of being able to tap into a broader spectrum of both the light frequencies that our eyes can see and the sound frequencies that our ears can hear. And when we max all that up, we can pick up on static electricity. Again, we're electric beings. And when we are sensitive enough and have leveled up enough, we open ourselves up to being able to access the subtle energy realm that is outside of the things that we can see, we can feel that we can explain the metaphysical realm, if you will. And because of this, we are able to access different energy imprints that maybe were created many, many moons ago that have a residual energy effect there. When you talk about ghosts and you watch these ghost hunting hunting shows they have electrical devices emf readers that are able to measure the electromagnetic frequencies in the air the static electricity many times a quote-unquote haunting is just a loop of the residual energy that got imprinted on that physical environment due to the emotional trauma that was experienced at that point when that particular person was alive. They essentially have a digital energetic signature that get locks in space and time because they weren't able to be crossed over to the other realm in a reasonable amount of time in a healthy way and therefore are stuck in this looping matrix where we even if it was a hundred years ago, if you're sensitive enough and you've harnessed your energy, we can pick up on those energetic imprints. That's how, you know, mediums and how psychics and how channelers do their thing. They are open and accessing the energetic, subtle energy realm outside of this physical realm that many of us are now breaking out of. So yeah, you're going to continue to hear some things, to see some things, to feel some things that may feel a little whack. You know, it's a little bit cray cray when you jump out of this, I'm going to say, unreal physical world to enter into the real 
invisible world because that is the world that is actually the most true. We are just in this dense physical realm in order to experience the lowest vibrations and frequencies possible, which are emotions, the lowest vibrations and frequency in the emotional realm that are always polarized, that are always dualistic. You cannot have light without the dark. You cannot have love without the hate. You can't have it here on here on earth is the only place that you have to experience both in order to have the other polarized dualistic uh, energy actually in existence. We come from unconditional love. Let me tell you, that gets pretty boring when you're an eternal being just sitting in a state of eternal love and bliss and unity. That's why our soul selves decide to come here on this earthly mission. That's why it seems so freaking appealing because it's a video game, right? Sure, I'll play this video game. Sure, I'll have these experiences. Sure, I'll, I'm up for the challenge because we all know, essentially, whether you know it or not, that we are going to return home. That is the actual home of our existence. This is merely a simulation. This is merely a physical reality that our energetic selves wanted to be a part of, to experience the densest possible experience of its life. And boy, oh boy, are some of us questioning our higher self choices. Anywho, the sensory psychic experiences will continue. Uh, again, we're moving into the last quarter of the astrology calendar. And if you take a look at the zodiac wheel, the minute that we move into Sag, Capricorn, Aquarius and Pisces energy is the collective energy. It is everything outside of and beyond the physical experience. And especially when we get into Pisces season, that is the metaphysical realm at its fullest experience. And this is why there's always this, I'm going to say, dread of moving into this particular time of year because people don't like to have to jump out of their physical experiences to dabble in the metaphysical realm. Hopefully, because you're on this ascension journey, because you're awakened, because you're constantly trying to do better and be better, you will be a little bit more open and willing to do a deep dive in the collective consciousness instead of your own individual journey and be open to some of the experiences, sensory and psychic experiences that you will be thrown into to test the waters of what it is that you've actually been working your spiritual self towards, which is unification, which is oneness, which is living more in the energetic realm than you are living here in this physical realm. But do not be fooled. The only way to successfully be a human is to walk the middle path between both realms. So with that, the physical symptoms that I would like for you to focus on is this gut feeling. Maybe you have bubble guts. Maybe you have acid reflux. Maybe you're hungry. Maybe you're nauseated. Regardless, it's a solar plexus activation. It's right underneath your rib cage. And there might be pain. There might be discomfort. I know many people that are finding themselves with a gallbladder attacks, with kidney stones, 
Um, I have a lot of clients that are having some digestive issues that are putting them in a state where they're spending hours in an emergency room just to be told that there's nothing wrong with them. Again, I don't know. I don't know how to say this correctly because I'm, I obviously want to protect myself and, and put you in a situation where, you know, you're not disregarding your physical medical health, but a lot of the people who are in this energetic realm and on the path of ascension, y'all are spending too much time looking for doctors for answers that they're not going to give you and that they don't have. And I know it can be very scary to have these physical symptoms and to have your egoic brain tell you that there's something wrong with you and you're going to die soon because that's what Google tells you too. But the fact of the matter is what you're experiencing is a spiritual and energetic situation that these doctors will never even admit to let alone comprehend because they're western doctors pushed by pharmaceutical companies in order to make money they are not eastern doctors they are not integrative medicine energetic doctors they are not anybody that you should be going to now that being said i do have to put out a medical disclaimer just so that my ass doesn't get sued of course you should look into your medical uh, discomfort or medical symptoms or medical complaints. But at the same time, people will say to me, well, wouldn't you go see a doctor? No, I fired all my doctors. My doctors almost killed me. Okay. I took my, my life into my own hands. I turned to holistic medicine. I turned to energy medicine. There is not one doctor out there that knows more about me, my body, the physical symptoms from this meat suit or the energetic symptoms from my energetic body than me. And I say that with a lot of pride. I know how the physical body works. I know the body systems. I know when there's an energy spike and the kind of symptoms that show up in my physical body, whether it is a physical symptom or an energetic symptom. And the more you trust this process, the more education, the more knowledge that you bring into your realm, you will be a little bit more comfortable to skip the wait times, to skip the emergency room, to skip the medications, to skip all of the doctor crap. And just trust that you are your own medicine doctor, you are your own healer, that the universe got you, that all you got to do is provide yourself with the kind of environment in order for your physical body to tap in and know exactly how to heal itself. This is a trust game. This is a process that we all need to unfortunately go through the tough love lesson of learning in order for us to return to our highest form of knowledge, wisdom, and education that we all have within ourselves. So that bubble guts, that pain, that uncomfortability in your guts, listen to that. Even if it hurts, listen to that. The headaches, the eye issues, the ear issues, the sinus issues, the... Uh, you know, all the different issues that you have going on in your head. Those are energy symptoms. The dry patches on your skin, the cracked skin, the dry lips, the burning lips, the rubbing of the eyes, the hangnails, the, you know, gallstones, the kidney issues. Those are all signs and symptoms of what your body needs that you haven't been giving it. Trust me, I'm supposed to be in a wheelchair. Trust me, I'm supposed to be decked out on a bunch of drugs. Trust me, I was supposed to have a heart attack and buy, die by now, okay? What these doctors don't understand is that this is ascension symptoms. These, this is energy medicine. And some of my doctors can't believe what it is that I've been able to do and heal within myself. 
because it doesn't make sense to them. It will never make sense to them. You don't need it to make sense to them. You need it to make sense to yourself. So trust the process, trust yourself. You have guides, okay? You're not going to go through anything that you can't handle. That's the bottom line. That's a fact. That's not just a funny little quote. It's not meant to make you feel good. That is the truth. You have to lean all the way in. And the minute that you have pain and discomfort in your body coming from air, any area of your body, you need to ask your body, what message does it have? What are you trying to tell me? Where is my energy off? Where is the blockages off? Where is the emotional trauma that contributed to this particular cellular memory storage of the trauma of the memories that are currently blocking the energy, the chi, the prana from flowing through my body? This isn't a complicated thing. We overcomplicate it because we're uneducated. And it's time to educate ourselves by abandoning everything that we were taught, everything that we were conditioned under, and getting back to the actual natural systems of this universe, of this earth, and of our physical bodies. So guys, I think that's all that I'm going to cover for this week it is, uh, you know, it, it is a, a changing time. Many of us were hoping for this, you know, just, I'm going to say overrelated sense of mania that many people did not get. And you know what, that's okay. It doesn't mean it's not going to happen for you. It just means that you got other things going on in your life, other things going on in your body, and other things going on in your chart that maybe you need to address in order for that blockage to be cleared out in order for the energy to actually flow properly. Regardless, we're going to go through this together. If you have any kind of comments that you want to make on certain, you know, ailments, 10 bucks says that there will be a handful of people in this community that will jump on board and say that they're going through the exact same thing. Why? Because we're all connected. We're all unified. We're all the same energy thread, which means that you're never alone, which means that we can never be alone because we are all in this together. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for showing up for me, but I also want to thank you for showing up for yourself. I hope you have a beautiful week. Sending you nothing but love. And we'll talk to you soon.